Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, I am, of course, uh, William Ammo. What's up, everybody? Um, you know, we're going to talk about various different sport, you know, topics. You know, of course, we're going to be talking about the unfortunate Charles, uh, you know, Oakley saga, you know, with the Knicks that went down uh, Wednesday night uh, at the Garden. Um, we'll also talk about, uh, give a recap of, uh, you know, the Royal Rumble that went down uh, last week. Uh, no, actually, it was uh, two weeks ago. And, of course, the Super Bowl that went down with, uh, of course, the Patriots losing, or rather winning. I wish they lost. And, of course, you, as you guys remember, I, I predicted that. But we're going to get into that also. Uh, we're also going to, you know, preview the Elimination Chamber preview event that's going to happen uh, uh, this um, Sunday night. And I think Max on the other line. Hold on one second. Hello, Mac. You're on. You're on there, right? Hey, well, what's up? Um, what's up, man? Uh, glad to have you on the air, as always, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I had a, some trouble calling into the show for some reason today. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know how your line got, you know, knocked off. But um, you know, glad you, you know, you know, you're you're back on. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, let's um, let's dive into this uh, Oakley story, and then we'll, we'll we'll recap the Super Bowl, and then you know. Give a little recap of the Royal Rumble, and then we'll dive right into, um, you know, the Elimination Chamber match coming up uh, tomorrow night. And uh, uh, also, um, Henrik Lundqvist made some history, too, so we'll, we'll talk about that also. Okay. Um, but uh, first, yeah, let's talk about the big news that happened in the world of sports uh, recently. And, of course, unfortunately, I'm talking about uh, what happened with Charles Oakley. And uh, as you all know, uh, Charles Oakley was uh, basically the heart and soul of the Knicks team. I mean, you know, my favorite player on the on the team was, uh, you know, John Starks, because, you know, he was like a young, you know, underdog guy, you know, compared to the guy, even though the guy was like six six three or so. But to him, he looked like a, you know, a little guy compared to all those seven-foot guys, you know, in the league. And, you know, he overachieved. Um, but, you know, a guy that every Knicks fan, you know, obviously, you know, Hewing was the main, was the man on, on the 90s teams and, uh, you know, the 80s team as well. 
you know, after he got drafted. Um, but one guy that was, a, you know, constant on the Knicks team, when you think about those 90s Knicks teams, you think of Oakley. And from 88 to 98, this guy, you know, he put a decade of destruction on, on uh, the opposition. I mean, this guy epitome what it is to be a Nick, you know, a hard-nosed guy, you know, a guy who, who doesn't take, you know, you know, crap from anybody, a guy who dives for loose balls. Basically, he's the antithesis of the Knicks team nowadays, with the exception with a few guys. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into the current Knicks, uh, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> uh, momentarily. But um, something really horrible happened. Uh, you know, Wednesday night, uh, Charles Oakley was going to watch the game, and uh, according to him, uh, James, uh, according to Oakley, um, Oakley uh, alleges that Dolan, uh, you know, for the past couple of years, has been harassing him every time he goes to the game, to the point that, um, according to his point, to his uh, side of the story, that um, some employees uh, told him that that Dolan uh, personally told him that every time he goes into the stadium, inside, inside MSG, he has to, um, they have to let him know. And basically he was going to sit down and enjoy the game. But, um, you know, when he wants to, you know, to enjoy the game, he was basically asked to leave. And, you know, he wasn't too pleased about it because he paid for his own ticket. I mean, you would assume a legend like, Charles Oakley, who did everything for this city, except unfortunately, like everybody on the Knicks since '73, haven't won the title. But obviously, as we alluded to earlier in this, uh, uh, you know, in this uh, speech, uh, he did, he did everything. It was it was uh, you know not by a lack of effort because you know those '90s Knicks teams, man, they left it all on the floor. I mean, they took the Knicks the Knicks franchise to memorable playoff. Um, Births and rivalries, uh, you know, most probably they had the rivalry with the Bulls, with the Pacers, um, the Heat, and of course, you know, they lost in '94 in seven games to the um, to the Houston Rockets, which was their the Rockets' first ever uh, NBA title, which was first of of uh, a back to back reign of you know Hakeem Olajuwon at that time, and then of course in '99. You know, they overcome all the odds as an eighth seed and went all the way to the finals and lost in five to uh, the Twin Towers, which was, of course, a young Tim Duncan and, uh, you know, David Robinson for the Spurs, you know, French first ever NBA title also. So the Knicks, you know, they've had a lot of adversities. And basically, you know, since the, the bad boys uh, from Detroit Pistons from 89 and 90, no other team in that era symbolizes like, <coughs> excuse me, Cardinals defense like the Knicks. And unfortunately, they they weren't able to get a title. But one guy who was very notable on those teams was Charles Oakley. And um, it's sad to see that, you know, his relationship with Dolan was so bad because you know, Charles Oakley has been very vocal about how the Knicks have been playing since the, the, the Hewing error 
since Hewing's been traded, you know, in, in 2000, and the Knicks have been horrible. With the exception of 2013, the Knicks have been absolutely brutal. And it's so it's so heart disheartening to see how, you know, Dolan could, you know, you know, mistreat a Nick legend like that, you know, to see him sure, should should Oakley have put his hand on the the guy, even though the guy shouldn't have touched him. No, he shouldn't. But to see Oakley, you know, on the floor, like he's like some criminal, uh, you know, random criminal and, you know, dragged out of the, practically dragged out of the, the arena, arrested, you know, in handcuffs and arrested. I mean, come on. This is just a bad, bad black eye, you know, for the Knicks franchise and for the NBA because it was on national TV. Everybody saw this. And you think for one second the Knicks are going to draw a free agent to come here? I don't know what Dolan's thinking. Dolan went on on um, uh, Michael Kay's show a few days ago and, and was, you know, trying to voice his side of the story and basically was saying, like, alluded that Oakley had a, a, a alcohol problem, which Oakley denied because he said that, you know, he doesn't have an alcohol problem. As a matter of fact, he was helping uh, the former net uh, Jason Williams uh, with his alcoholic recovery. So he was saying he's not alcohol. So, you know, basically th- this coming week, it looked like Oakley's going to sue them. If I, if I was a, a betting man, look, that's what it looks like it's leaning towards because he slandered, don't want to slander them saying that he, he, there's something wrong with him. He needs help and stuff like that. And it's uncalled for. I mean, what's your thoughts with this whole situation? Man, I thought it was the, the whole situation was messed up. I mean, I thought it could be it could have been handled differently than um, the way it was handled um, at the garden. Um, I never in a million years would I, I met would I ever thought that Charles Oakley, who was the heart and soul of that franchise during the nineties. I mean, Ewing was the body of the Knicks, no doubt. You know. During the nineties of the Knicks, but Oakley was a heart and soul. I mean, this guy was all hustle, you know, rebound, hard nosed defense. You know, he was the enforcer of the Knicks, and you know, the Knicks fans loved him for that, and they embraced him, you know, because of his uh, tough nose, you know, um, tough guy uh, image that he uh, portrayed, you know, during his time here, and. You know, it's it's messed up to see him being carried off by a bunch of security men at the MSG, him being shoved to the ground, him having to buy his own tickets to attend a Nick game. I mean, you know, all around, it's it's so messed up. And, you know, for Dolan to uh, slander him, saying he uh, – and to ban him from the garden now um, – you know, I don't know, man. It's the Knicks are the Knicks are in a bad place right now as an organization. You know, like you said, I don't see how any upcoming free agent would want to come here after seeing that. I mean, it, it's it's a black eye to NBA. It's a black eye um, to the Knicks for the Knicks. Um, I I don't know, like the Knicks and. Uh, let, even though Charles Oakley behaved, let's say he did, he was verbally abusive um, that night. 
and he was, um, you know, talking some trash to Dolan or, uh, you know, talking trash to security, whatever happened. I mean, it could have been handled differently. They could have took him aside, talked to him, instead of having four or five guys or six guys or whatever number of security guys they uh, they had uh, confront him. Instead of have that many approach him and, you know, escalate the situation and drag him out like that, you know? I mean, they could have handled it much differently. I I just thought it was bad all around, you know. And um, you know, I think everybody's in the wrong. I think Charles Oakley is in the wrong. I think the Knicks are in the wrong. Dolan is in the wrong. Um, you know, it's it doesn't look good overall for the Knicks right now. And you know, on top of this, with uh, Carmelo, this whole thing between him and uh, Phil Jackson, and the possibility of him being traded soon. You know, this only adds it, – it only adds insult to injury, you know, to what's going on with the Knicks right now. And the Knicks on the court, they're not doing much better. So, I don't know, man. It's This franchise is slowly going into uh, – they're slowly – they're slowly melting into a uh, – into a lava – it's a lava flow right now. And if I was Donald Trump, I would sign an executive order to – Put a temporary ban on Knicks until they figure out things right now. Man, for real, I don't think anybody would disagree with that right now. Both, I don't, I don't think Republicans and Democrats would disagree with that right now. Yeah, man. Uh, all, all, all seriousness. I mean, the Knicks are a laughing stock. I thought, like, what was it, like 2009, when, when, when Larry that one year when Larry Brown was there, when they had the controversy with Isaiah Thomas being accused of sexual harassment. Like yeah. uh, Nuka Brown Sanders, Marbury allegedly, you know, committing adultery, you know, with a mis- uh, with a um, with an intern mm-hmm. while he was married, and and the the Knicks having their worst record up until uh, what was it? When, when did they last year? It was when they had the the worst record, I think, right? When they had sixty five losses. I think so. I think it was last year. I think it was last year. Um, but yeah, it's um. What was it two years ago? I'm trying to remember. But in any case, it's I mean the the Knicks are really it's really bad, man. It's really sad. And you know all the top free all the top guys in the league came to rightfully so came to Oakley's defense. Uh, Wade even said the same thing, like um, you know that, you know like, basically like um, you know, you know who's gonna to the effect that who's gonna come, you know. Like look how they treat a legend, a legend, you know, a Nick legend like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, LeBron was saying free Oakley, uh, like o- you know, Oakley for president, stuff like that. I mean, so many people were vocal about yeah. this, and they weren't even former Knicks. Uh, LJ, you know, Oakley's former teammate, he's saying that he he, he works for the Knicks currently, but now he's he's having second thoughts whether or not if he should continue working for the Knicks because you know how they did. Don't how Dolan did him did Oakley dirty, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean it's gonna be tough for these guys because for um <coughs> it's just so shameful. I mean no one agrees with 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 Dolan. I mean Dolan Dolan is is trying to win a war against Oakley and Oakley Oakley paid earned his way for a ticket. Oakley, yeah. man, Oakley could dine, dine free everywhere he go. He could have the keys to the city, even though they, they, the Knicks never won a championship. 
Yeah. And Dolan is never going to win a war between a war between um him, you know, him and and Oakley because Oakley Oakley, you know, he 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 gave his blood, sweat and tears for this organization. And for them to treat him like that is it, just disgusting. I mean, I'm you know, we've said over the years that, you know, we're ashamed of Knicks, you know, we feel like wearing a paper bag over our heads, but this is like really really bad. I mean, this is really bad. This is like a a franchise. This is a work. This is like a franchise low right here. You you thought losing like sixty five games was bad, but this is really bad. I mean, I don't see anybody coming to the Knicks right now. I mean the 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 the. I mean, oh, and another thing with the with the Dolan's uh, interview with Michael K. He was saying like, oh how, um, you know, he's gonna honor his contract with Phil Jackson, and he's not gonna you know do anything, whether he agrees or disagrees with what's going on with the team, he's going to honor his contract. And, you know, Dolan, man, it's like when he's supposed to be involved with the team, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't get involved. When he's supposed to leave the team alone, he, he, he meddles with the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I have no faith in this organization anymore. I thought this team would have been a good team based on the roster, but... <laughs> Excuse me. This team is re- this team is really bad. I mean, they have talented guys, but they're not meshing. And they 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 have a currently. Listen to this, man. Nick, for the past four games, Knicks have averaged 112 points. You would be like, yo, man. If I would have told you this back in the 90s, Knicks, you would be like, yo, man. We went in by 20 points. Yeah. With the current Knicks team, guess what? We're 0 and 4. 112 points. You score 112 points, and you don't win the game. Four straight games in a row. You gotta be kidding me. That that right there shows you how horrible our defense is. I mean, we got Noah, who hasn't who has been hurt and hasn't been playing to the potential. You got Courtney Lee, who uh, basically, you know, we got you know instead of uh, uh, Dwayne Raid, you know, to be that defensive specialist and that that um you know that uh, three-point specialist as well. And he hasn't done nothing. He's, I mean, you know, he's supposed to be a two-way player. He hasn't done nothing. Melo's playing well, but, you know, it, it's not enough. Porzingis, you know, one healthy, he, he plays well, well as well. But the guys, man, they're not playing the guys. They're not playing, um, a Herman, you know, Willie Herman Gomez, you know, um, Kylo Quinn, man, he that guy's good too. Yeah. And they don't they don't play these guys, man. I mean, this team, man, it's just it's really defense. <laughs> they lack really defense bad. as always, you know. It's <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what I don't know what else to to tell the Knicks. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if these if if it's the coaching. I don't know the players are just not motivated. I don't know what's going on and. If I'm mellow, I you know after seeing what happened to Oakley and what's going on with the Knicks, I would demand a trade right now. You know. Yeah, you know what? I I I I have to agree with you, man, because he's getting booed at the Garden anyway. Yeah. I'm you all know. for loyalty. You know. You know I appreciate when a you know a player's loyal. You know. <laughs> and Oakley was Oakley was loyal to the team, and look how he's being treated. Yeah. By by Dolan. And the Carmelo man, I mean, the writing's on the wall. 
Dolan, I mean, not Dolan, uh, Phil Jackson keep mocking him on Twitter and all this stuff like that. It's like, come on, man. This is this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I don't see no light at the end of the tunnel, man. This The Knicks team, man, they seriously need a lot of prayer, man, and the exorcist because this, this – <laughs> That thing, the, the the garden right now is looking like the um Amityville Horror House right now because yeah. it's like ridiculous, man. It, it's it's really ridiculous what's going on. Yeah, we need I, I, I put that band. <laughs> man, the Knicks, like I said a few weeks ago, man, Knicks needs to be contracted. You know, they just 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 end this franchise already. I mean. I love this this Knicks team. I, without the Knicks, I would never be a sports fan. You know, even in the good times, they just break your heart in the end, man. It's like Charlie Brown, man. They, you know, when you think they have a chance of winning, winning, they just snatch. Lucy just snatch that ball right out of your right out of your reach, and you just fall down flat on your face, yeah, on your back, and it's just it's just embarrassing. I'm just. I've never been. I've never been so ashamed to be a Knicks fan like I am right now. What they just did to Oakley. It's like, I know he's not innocent. You know, finding the people. You know, I'm not saying, you know, he should have did that. He shouldn't have done that. But it's just disgusting how, you know, it had to go down like that. You know what I mean? Like they couldn't. And apparently, according to Oakley, he's tried to reach out to him, Dolan, to try to bury the hatchet. And then on the interview. Dolan was saying the same thing. Lou was saying like, "Oh, you know, he's willing to, you know, shake his hand, send a court." But his actions is is clearly ob- the exact opposite of what he he's saying. And yeah. it, it's just sad. I I mean, I, we could spend the whole day talking about this, but you know, unfortunately, we got to move on and uh, switching gears uh, to to uh, to Rangers. Uh, the other day, they were uh, chanting Oakley's name, you know, in uh, in support, you know, of you know, their their uh, brother franchise from the basketball side. You know, you know. Um, but uh, even bigger news for the the Rangers. Uh, congratulations to Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, he got his uh, 400th career save. I mean, or rather, uh, 400 career win. You know, tonight. So you know, congratulations to him. Congrats. You know, um, this guy. You know, he has a he has a legendary career. You know, hopefully the the Rangers can you know finally get him that cup because yeah, um, <coughs> excuse me, he's had a phenomenal career and um, excuse me, um, yeah, man. He ho- hopefully hopefully you know the Rangers can uh, can bring the cup back for the first time you know since um. You know, since '94, that magical year of '94, and um, yeah, man, what's your thoughts? Yeah, you know, congrats to Lundqvist. And uh, what's Rangers? Uh, how are they doing right now in the standings? Uh, sure, they're fourth in the Metropolitan Division. They're 36, 18, and one. And they won. They defeated the uh, the Colorado Avalanche by the final score of four to two. So, congrats okay. to them. You know, yeah, doing much better than the Knicks. So, absolutely, no doubt about that. But then again, everybody's doing better than the Knicks. The Yankees oh, yeah. and the Mets are doing better than the Knicks right now. 
Yeah, not playing and their yet. season hasn't even started. Until, uh, yeah. April. <laughs> so, yeah, what can I? Say? What can we say? Um, let me see. Um, switching gears. Uh, let's um. Excuse me. Uh, let let's let's talk about uh the Royal Rumble and uh, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. Um. Yeah, oh, oh, wait, before we get into the Royal Rumble, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Um, you know, congratulations, Tom Brady. Unfortunately, as I predicted, um, you know, the Patriots win again, their fifth uh, franchise uh, Super Bowl, and, of course, Tom Brady's uh, fifth as well, you know, making him the, the, the um, quarterback with the most uh, Super Bowl wins, and he's a four-time Super Bowl MVP. And um, you know they uh, they defeated the Falcons. Falcons had the biggest collapse in Super Bowl history. They had a twenty twenty one nothing lead, then a twenty um, a twenty eight three lead. And uh, you know I was watching you know um, at a you know with some friends at a Super Bowl event, and you know they were up to twenty twenty one. Uh, you know I was, before the game happened, I was thinking you know. This could be a, a slugfest back, you know, you know, uh, you know, the score's gonna go back and forth, and you know, ultimately the the um, you know, the um, Patriots won 34-31. Well, here's what happened: the 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 Falcons they blitzed the the heck out of the um the the Patriot the Patriots and Tom Brady. My goodness, Tom Brady was like sacked so many times, man, and uh, and not to mention they were down twenty-one nothing. And I saw something I never thought I'd see in my life. I saw Tom Brady with his head down. He he, he was shot. That was the only, honest to God, that was the only time when I felt like they were going to lose the game. I was like, wow, they are really going to get blown out here. They're really going to lose. And, um, you know, once that once that halftime came, uh, you know, Falcons scored that that um, touchdown, and I was like, you know, it was like, um, you know, they gotta they gotta score another one here, or else they're gonna come back. And me and this other guy at the thing, we were the only two people, you know, that was like, we we had a feeling it was gonna happen because we were like, man, they, he was like, they don't know about Tom Brady. I'm like, yeah, man, they, they think it's a, and everybody was like pro Falcons, you know, jumped on the Falcon bandwagon. And I was like, yo, it's not, yeah, I mean, it's not over. Yeah, 21-0, yeah, I was excited. You know, I thought he was he was doomed. But once 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 the, the Patriots got on the board, got that first touchdown after the, the field goal, I'm like, you know, okay, now they're on the board here, you know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, watch, I'm cautiously watching. But once it got to eight points, I'm like, man, it's done. It, it, they're coming. They're, they're tying this game and winning. There's no doubt about it. And it, and sure enough, final seconds of the the you know fourth quarter and they it happened. He he got the touchdown, and he and I I was just watching. It wasn't it wasn't a matter of if, it was just when it's gonna happen. It's gonna go down. I was watching it, and it, it happened. You know they tied the game up, and you know once I they tied the game up, I knew they were gonna they were gonna beat in one in overtime, and sure enough they did and. You know, Falcons they choked, they they spit up a bit, and the defense, you know, as dominant as they was in the first half, they look shot, they look old, and 
you know, they look like the Jets' defense, basically. You know, what's your thoughts? Well, it was, uh, you know, the greatest comeback ever in uh, NFL history. I mean, I was, I, I was like those uh, people at your, um, at the Super Bowl gathering that you were at. I mean, I was rooting for the Falcons. And when they were up 28-3, to three, I thought, well, oh, man, you know, Falcons are going to win this game, you know. Because at that point, they were up 25. I didn't think there was any way for Patriots to come back. But, you know, <laughs> Patriots ended up coming back. The Falcons just, their defense couldn't get any pressure on Tom Brady, you know, in, in the fourth quarter. You know, it's like they stopped playing. And their offense, instead of running down the clock by by running the ball, they kept passing it, which doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That sequence be, before the Patriots um, ended up tying the game, I mean, they had two opportunities to get a first down, to get close to – for them to get a field goal, to make it a, 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 um, a, a 10-point game at that point, and they decided to just pass it. And they still had a chance to get the lead by getting a field goal, and they, 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 they're still passing the ball. I, I didn't get that at all. And, Patri- you know, they gave Patriots the, – the momentum swung to the Patriots because, uh, you know, their offense was rolling in that fourth quarter. They were moving the ball like it was nothing on that mm-hmm. Falcons defense. And, you know, and, you know, and over when it went to overtime, I just knew – Patriots are going to find a, a way to win. And, you know, they just yeah. marched down the field and won that game, and they they deserve to win that game because that Falcons defense fell asleep in that fourth quarter and overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they couldn't do anything. And they win their, what, fifth Super Bowl in, in 17 yep. years or something like that. And you, you have to make an argument that Brady is the greatest – player of all time. I mean, uh, Joe, Joe Montana, he, you know, he has four Super Bowls, and he was a great quarterback, and I sort of, you know, him play a little bit. But, you know, Brady, five championships, you know, seven Super Bowl appearances. I uh, can't count how many division titles he's won for the AFC East and the number of times he's been to the postseason. I mean, you can make a case he's the greatest of all time. I mean, I've never seen Babe Ruth play, but Brady is up there, I would say, with that type of player with yeah. Michael Jordan, you know, um, uh, Babe Ruth, um, Bobby Ho, you know, some of those great players. I come from the Jeter and uh, and and, uh, and Kobe Bryant. I mean, those guys have five five yeah. titles. You know, uh, you can yeah. even Tim Duncan as well, five titles too. I mean, all these guys are like, yeah. I mean. Unbelievable players, man. They they just know how to win. Yeah, and he's thirty nine. He ha- he still has a few more seasons where he play, and it doesn't look like his nope. skills are getting diminished at all. Exactly. His wife wants him to quit. The, yeah. His wife in the AFC East want him to quit, but he's you know he's having too much fun. He's not quitting. Yeah, man. He's not gonna go out on top. He's gonna keep on playing. Still dominating on you know. He still hasn't skipped a beat for sure. So, you know, the league gotta watch out. He he's still on the, he's still on the the prowl, man. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. You know they gotta go. They gotta be the I favorite after next year. Yeah, I was about to say you might as well pencil him in for the AFC um, 
at, at the minimum AFC East champions again, you know, and you know they're they're always say Super Bowl, you know, repeating, or at least going to the Super Bowl. So we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's switch gears to, to the Royal Rumble uh, because we're gonna preview uh, the um, Elimination Chamber since that's coming Sunday night. So uh, you know, Elimination Chamber, Charlotte won as we all expected. Um, uh, Kevin Owens, uh, he um, he lost by disqualification because as as I suspected, Braun Strowman did interfere. But he's still the champion because, you know, Roman Reigns won by disqualification because of, as I suspected, Braun Strowman did interfere. So, um, you know, that's what happened. And as expected, John Cena made history and became the 16-time champion, uh, you know, world champion, uh, which, you know, it's a combination of the WWE title and the, the world heavyweight title, you know, wins, which ties him with Ric Flair, you know, for that historic uh, feat uh, when he defeated AJ Styles, you know, the the new face that ran the place and the champ, the former champ that ran the camp. It was an awesome match. It, it stole the show. No doubt about that. I mean, what's your thoughts about the whole thing? Um, About which match? The Charlotte or the World Overall? The John Cena one. Oh, the John, no, the Cena, John well, Cena match, the Cena well, Styles. Well, that was a that was, of course, the best match of the night by far, and any of the other matches. Um, you know, I expected Cena to win it and uh, to win the title. Um, yeah, it was a good match. You know, Cena and Styles. You know, all of their matches have been classics. You know, and uh, you know, I know people out there they love to hate on Cena and you know his. His few moves that he has, but you gotta admit the guy's a worker, and you know when he goes out there, uh, you know most of his matches on these pay per views are usually the best matches of the night, you know. So you know, give him credit for that, and now he's a champion, and he's gonna soon break the record, you know. So you know, right now we're just gonna have to see uh, who he faces at uh, WrestleMania after this elimination chamber on tomorrow night. Yep, and of course Orton won the the Royal Rumble match itself, and you know there's a lot of stuff that happened in that Royal Rumble match, man. Uh, you know there was no surprises, which was the most surprising thing about the Royal Rumble. There was no Samoa Joe. He made his debut the next the following day. Um, you know when he destroyed uh, Seth Rollins, which Seth Rollins is hurt, and his uh, WrestleMania uh, match with Triple H is in jeopardy. Um, uh, the only surprises was, was, um, was Dillinger, uh, at number 10, because that, that's his, his number, you know, he's, and apparently he's still in NXT. So that was just a, you know, like a joke, you know, him being in the Royal Rumble because his number is 10 and he got picked at number 10 at the Royal Rumble. (laughs) And then, and then of course, James Ellsworth came in, which everybody knew he had a zero chance of winning. And, you know, he got thrown out by Braun Strowman. And then the biggest surprise of the night was number 30, where everybody was thinking, oh, will it be Kurt Angle? Will it be Samoa Joe? Will it be some wrestler we haven't seen in a long time? Maybe Shawn Michaels? Nope. Roman Reigns. 
WWE flipped the 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 fans, uh, you know, the bird, basically throwing logic out the window and basically putting Roman Reigns in there after he lost his match to um, Kevin Owens. Yeah, technically he won by disqualification because Braun Strowman interfered. Basically, they threw away logic because by that logic, AJ Styles should have been in the world too because he lost the, t- the title the title uh, to Cena, so he should have a, a shot to um to try to 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 try to be a, a you know champion. Uh, but that as we expected, they just did that to screw with the fans to because you know the fans don't like Roman Reigns you know because he's being force fed down people's throats. And another thing, Roman Reigns to our Undertaker, which basically is to, to set up their feud. Uh, potential feud at WrestleMania. <laughs> so, um, and then as a result, basically, and the other reason was that they wanted Orton to get cheered so that they knew that or- Randy, uh, Roman Reigns isn't being isn't popular. So they wanted Orton to have the most pop the most popular cheers, even though Orton is a heel. So they made they made. Orton threw out Roman Reigns, even though they psyched us, the fans out, thinking that Orton was going to lose, you know, Orton and Bray Wyatt was going to lose because it was a two-on-one against, you know, a good guy, which is Roman Reigns. So Orton threw him out of the ring to become a two-time Royal Rumble winner. <coughs> so as follows, uh, now, now, you know, now this leads us to the uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view event, where Orton, you know, he's going to fight against Luke Harper uh, because, basically, you know, he's the number one contender. And, uh, you know, basically, the winner of the Elimination Chamber match between John Cena, AJ Styles, The Miz, Brian Corbin, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Bray Wyatt will face Orton at WrestleMania. But we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that in a few seconds. Uh, who do you think going to win the Kurt Hawkins versus Mojo Riley? Uh, I'll go with Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I'll go with him also. Uh, they both have that connection with uh, Zack Ryder. You know, Kurt Hawkins was was a you know edgehead. You know, with that uh, you know that uh, that uh, fraction with Edge and and Zack Ryder. You know, growing up, and now of course Mojo Riley is teamed up with Zack Ryder, but Zack Ryder's hurt. So I think Kurt Hawkins is going to win in his, uh, you know, <coughs> return uh, to WWE most recently, a few months ago. Yep. Then you've got Nikki Bella versus Natalia. I think Nikki Bella is going to win. What you yeah. think? I think Nikki Bella will win. And then you've got Dolph Ziggler versus Kalisto and Apollo Crews. Ziggler is going to win. You know, they got to give him, you know, he's turning heel, you know, so he could, you know, you know, revamp his career. <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. Uh, I could see this go either way, to be honest with you. Um, man. Maybe Mickey James winning since this is our first WWE match in, you know, like what, seven years, so I'm going with Mickey James with uh, I think she'll get some help from Alexa Bliss. No doubt about that. And then you got the Alpha American Alpha versus Grizango, 
because of course, um, you know, uh, Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango versus the Ascension versus Rock Villains versus Usos versus Heath Slater and Rhino for the titles. Um, I think um, I think it's either American Alpha is going to retain or maybe even the Ascension might surprise people and win it. I don't think uh, Heath Slater and Rhino is going to win it again. You know, it's been done before. Yeah, I think American Alpha is going to retain. Then Randy Orton versus Harper. I think Orton's going to win. He's he's getting the push, no doubt about it. What about you? Um. Yeah, I'm going to go Randy Orton. They're taking the win. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Naomi for the women's title. Definitely uh, uh, Alexa Bliss is going to win. You know, yeah. they're not going to give her the pl- they're not gonna give Naomi it yet. And then the main event, the 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 six man elimination chamber match for the WWE title, Cena versus Styles versus Miz versus Ben Corbin versus Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. Now here's my pick. Bray Wyatt will shock the world and win the title finally. With a little help with a little assistance by Eric Rowan and maybe perhaps Luke Harper. What do you think? Even though Luke Harper and Luke Harper did close line uh this client this this close line uh Bray Wyatt finally on Tuesday night. But what do you think is gonna happen? That's interesting because that would set up a potential match between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Um <coughs> that is interesting. Mike, you know, I something tells me Cena will retain the title. Then again I could see I wouldn't be shocked. I, I can see Bray Wyatt winning it. Um, I'm going to go with Cena retaining the title. I wouldn't be surprised. you got you got to go with Cena. You know, Cena, in any match, especially with the title on the line, you know, that's a, that's a slam dunk. But I'm I'm guessing WWE is going to do something. I'm hoping WWE is going to do something magical yeah. right here because it's long overdue Bray Wyatt being the title. Cena versus Orton for the title for the one millionth time, I mean, come on. They just had that match on Tuesday Night SmackDown. Oh, for the first time on SmackDown Live, Randy yeah. Orton is battling John Cena. Wow. You mean that's the first time they ever fought each other on SmackDown Live? Wow. What about the 100 million times they fought each other on regular SmackDown and Raw and all these other pay-per-view events? Yeah, it's getting old. Come man. on. It's not special. You've seen it so many times. I know those are the, the top two franchise guys. You know, in the the PG the the PG era and this new reality era that they have, but come on. But in any case, I think Bray Wyatt's gonna win. Uh, you have any last things you'd like to say? Uh, well, enjoy Elimination Chamber tonight. I mean, uh, tomorrow night, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Walking Dead is back tomorrow night, so enjoy yeah, that as well. Definitely gotta check that out. No doubt, man. And come Thanks back here and check out Sports of Legend as well. All right, we'll give you the recap of the Elimination Chamber next week. Um, I'm William Ramo. He's Macaulay Matthew, and I'll see you guys next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.